Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Treasures for Life. Well, I'm sure you all have heard the news of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and all those that left lost their lives on the helicopter on Sunday, January the 27th, which was yesterday. My God, it's just so hard to believe. I didn't know him, but um, knew of him. You know, watched some of his games. Matter of fact, I even saw a interview he did uh, maybe a month or so ago. I believe it was on Jimmy Kimmel. And it's just such a shock. It, it is such a shock. And while I have watched the news and listened to the different stories about his life and people that knew him, the one thing that seems to stand out is his worth ethic. His worth ethic. <laughs> worth ethics. You know how we all have those words that it's kind of like hard to pronounce. That's one of mine. Um, but they they say that this man had such a determination. He was so disciplined. He was so focused about his dreams, his goals, his life, his future, his destiny. They even said at one point he didn't even date. He wasn't very sociable because he was so focused on his destiny that he didn't allow anything to enter in that sphere that would distract him, that would keep him from getting to that place that he saw himself. And that is just so powerful. That is just so powerful. Another thing they said that um, he was saying that if you want to achieve something great in life, like you have to put in the work, you have to put in the time. You got to be dedicated. Um, just, man, my God. <laughs> so he was able to achieve the things that he achieved on earth. For one, because he had a, a, a made-up mind. And from what they say, he didn't care what people said. He didn't even care what people would say about him. His focus was on the prize. His focus was on achieving his goals. So he didn't even let people's opinions the talk the attitudes he didn't let anything interfere anything I saw um, that was this morning where this doctor was saying that he met him years ago and he was speaking about when Kobe tore his Achilles heel 
and how that is like a painful, very painful injury. But in the in the midst of that, this man still stood up, hit two free throws, if I'm saying it right, and walked off the court like he was only in a little pain. <laughs> I mean, even to the point that he he tolerated the pain. He didn't even let people see that he was in a lot of pain. And wow, that takes a lot. <laughs> I know if that was me, I probably would have been rolling all over the court. But you know what, though, with the pain thing, that's cool. But it's okay. It's okay to show your wounds. It's okay to say I'm in pain. It is. There's nothing wrong with that. I think some people tend to get mad at others because they were in pain and they hid the pain. And nobody nobody noticed nobody said anything nobody consoled or comforted them why because they were unaware that the person was in pain because they never said anything they never showed anything and there are so many people walking around hurt in marriages in relationships friendships just different areas of their life they're hurt and they're carrying things Because they feel like no one cares. But guess what? If if you're hiding everything. And if you're keeping everything to yourself. And if you're smiling. Putting on this show. Well how would somebody know? I mean some people can pick up on that. And even then. You know sometimes people can pick up. And like come on now. What's what's really going on? Tell me. And the person is still nothing. I'm fine. So, you can't get mad at others if you're walking around with a mask on. Wow. That's something that I even started this topic because that wasn't even the direction of where I was going. But, look over your life. Look back over your life. Are you mad at somebody? Have you cut somebody off? Because you felt like they weren't there. You felt like they didn't care. And I've even watched stories on TV shows where people are like, You weren't there for me. You weren't there for me when I needed you. Well, again, if you're acting like Superman or Wonder Woman, that everything is fine, well, you should know that. How would they know? Let me say this. Because you show your wounds, because you show your hurt, or you uh, allow yourself to be vulnerable because people are afraid of that, that doesn't mean you are weak. It means you are human. You're human. It's okay to say, I'm hurting from that bad, from that relationship. It's okay to say, hey, I messed up and I'm really hurting. It's okay. It's okay. I'm telling you, you will never be healed wearing a Band-Aid. And you know what? Even as I say about wearing a Band-Aid, 
A band-aid is a temporary solution. Nobody gets a scar or or gets a wound and they keep that band-aid on for the rest of their lives. Guess what? If you leave a band-aid on too long, you won't heal. Because what happens is moisture begins to get in a womb and it's all wet. And then that even causes the, um, it keeps the uh, scab from covering the womb. So a Band-Aid for a long period of time is not good. And, you know, and I I just think about my husband um, last year. You know, he's a diabetic and he had hit his toe. And he wanted a Band-Aid over his toe. And I kept saying to him, well, honey, I mean, for years you were telling me about how sensitive a diabetic's feet are and how they have to take care of their feet and this, that. Now you want me to put a Band-Aid on it. He said, put a Band-Aid on it. Well, as time went on, he ended up in the hospital and the Band-Aid ended up being on his toe for like a week or so. Well, by the time the Band-Aid came off, the tip of the toe was turning black. And he ended up having to get a stent put in his um in his leg because they wanted the blood to be able to flow down to his toes, hoping that you know the blood flow will will cause life to that area and cause it to, to start healing. Well, eventually he ended up having to get two toes removed. Because he hit hit the other toe. And the same thing happened with that. So a band-aid is only a temporary solution. At some point, you have to take the band-aid off. It has to be exposed to the air. And there's things you have to put on it to, you know, help the healing process. But usually when a, a person puts a Band-Aid on, it's to stop the bleeding. That's just like when you go to the doctor and they draw blood or something and they put a Band-Aid on. It's to, you know, stop the bleeding. But at some point, you got to take the Band-Aid off. So it's okay. Because that's just a sign of your humanness. None of us on this planet are perfect. And as long as you keep trying to... Uh, hold up to other people's standards or what you, you know, what you think other people are expecting of you or, you know, you trying to make yourself appear to be something you're not, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable. So take off the mask. Guess what? People actually learn. Our mistakes, our failures, our flaws can actually be a blessing. They can be a blessing. I mean, think about it. We all have been through things in life. And in some point in your life, I'm sure many times you've heard somebody else's story that went through the same thing that you were going through at the time. And they shared their story of how they came through. 
at the time they weren't feeling good about what they were going through. They wasn't laughing and, you know, uh, jumping and rejoicing. No, it was hard. It was tough. It's sometimes unbearable, but they made it through. And because they made it through, they were able to share their testimony with somebody else and help somebody else. And so it's okay to be open. It's okay. It is okay. You're only going to free yourself. Some people think it's being tough. And I understand some people grew up in families where nobody talked. Nobody talked. Everybody just held everything in. But guess what? At some point, you have to take off the mask. It's like, is your healing important to you or what other people think about you more important? Is what other people think about you more important than your healing? Just asking the question. At some point, and, and, and it's not easy. It's not because, you know, when you're dealing with situations like that, the one thing people don't want is someone to start talking about them because they opened up and they allowed themselves to be vulnerable. And now, you know, people are talking about me. And that's just like with Magic Johnson. You know, when he opened up a long time ago and said that he had the, the uh, I think it was it HIV virus or whatever. Man, that had to take a lot. Oh, my God. I mean, especially him being a public figure and just coming out. And this was like a he was on the news. This was like, I mean, worldwide televised. And but at some point, you got to get to the point where you don't care what people think and again it's easier said than done I know in my life oh my god I've been one that uh sometimes I've even um sometimes I've even um just kind of like froze up you know things I wanted to do and was excited about and then as I began to think about what others were going to say and how I was going to look and this that and the other then I just freeze up and do nothing and time is short time is short what are you going to do with your life it just seems like sometimes it takes people uh some people being in a critical state on their deathbed to finally look over their life and say I wish I would have if I could do it all over now I would do this differently I would do that and it's like man I don't want my life to be like that I don't want to have something urgent or critical happen to me to get me to want to take charge of my life, to step up and follow my dreams. Um, I mean, at some point, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to just do it regardless. Even if we fail at doing it, we got to keep going, got to keep moving, got to keep pressing. 
don't give up. Some of you have given up on love. Do you know how many men there are on this planet? And you're giving up because of a few bad relationships? Do you know how many women on this planet and you are giving up because of a few bad relationships? First of all, work on yourself. If you're attracting the same type of people, maybe you need to look at yourself. Sometimes we blame the other people, but ask yourself, why do I keep attracting the same type of people? Why do I keep attracting the same type of guys? Why do I keep attracting these same type of females? Why? Why? So we got to we got to be real with ourselves. That's when the healing begins. We got to be real. At some point we got to stop blaming others. Sometimes there's things in us even from our childhood where there's wounds. Things that haven't been addressed and you know as we begin to get older it's like shoot, I'm on my own now. I could do what I want, but those wounds are still there from that childhood. So it's like at some point, we got to start addressing those things. I had to do that last year. I did it last year. I mean, I really, oh my God, I just really did a serious evaluation of my life. And it was painful. It was painful. I'm not going to say it was easy. Uh, but I had to do it. I had to do it. And the thing with that is getting past the blame game. See, when you evaluate your life, it's not to take it off of you and put it on somebody else and blame somebody else. So now I feel better because I know it wasn't me. That's not the purpose of self-evaluation. Because, again, none of us are perfect. And even with our parents and stuff, they did the best they could do. And then now some of us are parents and we're doing the best that we can do. And I'm sure our children can say some things about us. But, you know, you you deal with those things and you move on. You learn, you grow, you, you build upon those things. It's, it's not because let me say this if you if you walk out of that and you dump all that stuff and blame it on somebody else and then you walk off like you free and you got it together you're still bound you're still bound because guess what you gotta forgive you gotta let it go so you can freely move on these are treasures. These are nuggets. You 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 got to forgive. You got to forgive. You got to give people space to be human. People are human. None of us are perfect. None of us. So I just want to encourage you today. Forgive yourself. 
some of us, it wasn't somebody else that did something. We were the ones that did something. Forgive yourself. And guess what? If the other person doesn't forgive you, you know what? You still got to move on. You still got to live. Don't end your life. You are here for a reason. Make your life count. Make your life count. Make it count. So I hope that I've said something today that will put a spark in you, that'll put a fire up under you, a passion, a drive under you, that you will just go forward from this day. You know, go forward from this day. Healed. Whole. Free. It's your choice. You can continue to, to, to run that same lap over and over. Live that, that replay, that life of replay. Pause and replay every day. Or you can choose to move forward. And it's a process. You know what? It's a process. It's okay. Process is good. Some of us want to just try to, you know, take off so fast. <laughs> you know what? Take your time. Take your time. It's all good. And so my words for you today. Treasures for you to live by is for you to finally be free. And the reason why you're going to be free is because you're choosing to go in that bag with all that stuff in it, your heart, and you're going to pull out. You don't need to pull out everything. Just those things that you find yourself stuck in. It's like a uh, peg. Like with a sticky note. It's just like stuck right there. You know where that area is. You know what happened. You need to go right there. And it's time to forgive. So you can live. It's time to forgive so you can live so I hope this this podcast has been um, helpful for you today and continue to stay tuned for more treasures for life <music>